The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. What's up, everybody? This is Trey Biddy with hogsports.com, H-A-W-G-sports.com. Plenty to talk about today. Obviously, the NBA draft's coming up, but we're really going to focus a lot of today's show on recruiting. Arkansas had a big couple of weekends with visitors coming in, twice as many coming in next weekend as last weekend. So we're going to discuss all that with Danny West, and we're going to take your questions as well. A lot of questions today. All that and more on today's episode of Hogsports Live. Hey everybody, before we get started, I want to uh, mention that we're doing a 50% off offer today. That's not right. Where are we at? Okay, here we go. 50% off offer. Uh, this runs through, I believe, June 29th. So uh, the thing that's cool about this to me, like, I think this is a great deal for our monthly subscribers. You know, we just recently ran another promo, but this one to me, because our monthly subscribers, have the option to upgrade to an annual subscription at 50% off. And if you weren't on a promo before, if you weren't on any other promo, then you can like, you can get Paramount plus for free. I don't know if a lot of people know that, but like for our loyalty perk, for people who've been with us for a long time, who aren't on another promo, uh, we give out Paramount plus for absolutely free. It's like a hundred dollars a year. So and it's the good version. It's the commercial-free version. So pretty sweet deal there. Uh, if you are a monthly subscriber paying regular price, activate Paramount Plus and then uh, sign up for our 50% off annual deal. And for anybody else out there who wants to sign up for the 50% off deal, it doesn't come with Paramount Plus, but it's still a heck of a deal. You get Hog Sports for half off. So come check us out right now if you haven't done so already. As I mentioned, we're going to get to Danny West also. A few differences with the show today. I don't know if you noticed, but we're coming to you in stunning 1080p high definition. Everybody needs to see this a little bit more clearly, right? Some of you clamoring for 4K. <laughs> I don't know about that, but um, new MacBook. 
Got the M2 Pro chip. No hum. Silence. You hear that? No fan going in the background. And coming into you at high definition 1080p. I've always streamed the show in, in 720p. So, a few upgrades today. We didn't have the show yesterday because we were working through some things with video and uh, making sure all our dongles and connectors and all that stuff kind of work right. Had to up, right, update some firmware on the camera. Talked to a lot of people. Panasonic. We use a Panasonic G85. Panasonic Lumix G85. Rode into USB mic. All this stuff had to be configured a little bit to get the show running. So appreciate you bearing with us as we do the show on Tuesday instead of Monday. NBA draft coming up Thursday, June 22nd. That is, what time does that start? I figure around 7 or so. I thought I had it pulled up. I just had the date pulled up. But anyway, it's Thursday, June 22nd. Arkansas obviously has players that are hoping to hear their name called. Nick Smith Jr., Anthony Black, Ricky Council, Jordan Walsh, uh, all guys that could very well hear their name called. Obviously, we think that, uh, I mean, it would be stunning if Nick Smith Jr. and Anthony Black didn't go in the first round. Possibly Anthony Black being the first guy off the board. Eric Musselman discussed earlier on uh, on uh, 92-1 the ticket with Josh Bertaccini. Uh, just the difficulties of assembling a basketball roster. And as we know, Arkansas still has one spot available after missing on Ron, Ron Holland and Grant Nelson. One spot available, what will they do with that one spot? Uh, so that's something to watch here as we, I mean, really kind of wrap things up with basketball for, for a good stretch. You have one roster spot remaining in the NBA draft. And then it's just kind of like, I mean, I say wrapping up, guys, but Arkansas has already, you know, on June 15th at midnight, the contact period opened for the class of 2025. <laughs> and Arkansas already – like just that night, they hit up like 32 prospects, including some that have already taken an official visit to Arkansas. Terry on Burgess, Burgess, 6'8", 200, uh, power forward out of Benton, Arkansas. Number 17, national, has unofficially visited Arkansas. Jasper Johnson – out of Versailles, Kentucky, number 33 nationally has already visited. Cam Ward out of Marlboro, Maryland, uh, number 55 nationally unofficially visited. And I believe that's it. One notable name, Jacob Wilkins. Anybody familiar with Wilkins out of Liburn, Georgia? Coming to you. Dominique Wilkins' son. It was also contacted by Arkansas, uh, who was unranked at the time. But I'm, I'm just looking at, you know, the guys that – like there's a handful of guys that aren't yet ranked, but most of them are all top 75 players, including uh, Cameron Boozer, the number one right, ranked prospect in the country, Cooper Flagg, the number two ranked prospect. They've also, you know, reached out to six, seven, nine, 13, 15, 17, as I mentioned, 19. I mean, all the top prospects, as you would expect, for Arkansas basketball uh, in this era under Eric Musselman. Doing work. But it's very difficult to assemble a basketball roster because you have the NBA draft. You have players not signing with an agent. Are they coming back or not? Players in the transfer portal. Some players in the transfer portal and in the NBA draft decide whether they're going to come back or not. I mean, your own players, your own roster, stressful for you, stressful for them. Um, I thought that was a good interview with Eric Musselman. But Thursday, June 22nd, the NBA draft wraps up. So basically for the 2023-2024 basketball season, we're kind of wrapping everything up right now. But we're, we're already looking ahead to the class of 2025.
let me know, by the way, if we're coming in, I don't, you know, we obviously don't want to be glitchy or the audio cutting out or anything, but I think we're running pretty smooth right now. So this is, I ran a test, but I think we're running pretty smooth right now. So hopefully we'll be able to continue running in stunning high definition. <laughs> All right. Hey, this was uh, just released, I believe, today or yesterday, but they're coming out with their bowl projections and stuff, obviously, like they like to do at this time. Uh, the Dukes – or excuse me, not the Dukes, Mayo. The uh, Music City Bowl is where they've got Arkansas projected right now. That's Arkansas versus Maryland. Would you be happy with that bowl? I don't know if they – I don't know if that's quite enough. Now, you just look at the history, recent history with this bowl game. Um, you know, you've had – Let's see. Last year was Kentucky. They played Iowa. They got smoked, 21 nothing. Uh, year before that, you had Tennessee. They also lost, I believe, in overtime to Purdue. And then they didn't play it the year before that. And the year before that, it was Mississippi State. And they also lost. So Kentucky and Tennessee those years were seven-win teams. Mississippi State was a six-win team. I kind of view this Music City Bowl as a step up from the Liberty Bowl. Obviously, it's, you know, nothing against Memphis. But Nashville's a little nicer town, nicer bowl game, nicer venue. It's a lot. It's a lot nicer town. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, Nashville is not not a bad location to have a bowl game. However, it seems like the teams that are getting invited from the SEC that make that bowl game, or you know, kind of seven wins, and I don't think that's enough regular season. That'd be one more than they had last year. I don't think that's enough to really satisfy Arkansas fans. Would you be more satisfied with? You know, would you take an eight-win season? Would you take eight wins, four and four, eight eight wins overall? Not including the bowl game, just regular season. Eight and four, four and four. Would you take that right now if I offered it to you, or would you roll the dice and think they could do better? That would be about where they were in 2021. You felt pretty good about 2021. You felt pretty good about that year. Went on to win the Outback Bowl against Penn State. It's a good bowl matchup. You win eight regular season games, you get invited to a pretty good game, uh, bowl game. That's where Brad Crawford has Arkansas right now in his early summer looks at things. Uh, has Arkansas at eight and four and four and four in the SEC. I believe just going one and three in that tough stretch uh, in the middle of the schedule where they're all away from home. And then I think four and one down the stretch. So a strong finish when they remember in November. All right. The schedule, I'm not going to spend too much time on this because this is a little bit a little bit dated, but the schedule came out obviously for 2024. I think we all like Arkansas schedule and you kind of felt like the SEC owed you one and it feels like they they gave you one, you know. And it's not like easy, but like to me your really tough games are at home and your easier games are on the road which kind of balances things out to me. You know, you get Texas at home, you get Ole Miss at home, Tennessee at home, LSU at home. What a great home schedule. Now, you play an away game at Oklahoma State, so it's not like you get this great home schedule and this amazing non-conference game, but Oklahoma State isn't far away. It's a great four-game SEC slate at home. And then you're at Auburn. What will Auburn look like in 2024? Obviously, I've got an article on here. We reached out to all the different publishers in the 24-7 Sports Network and asked them for, uh, you know, their team's outlook in 2024. You can read this story. It's called uh, 2024 Arkansas Football Schedule Outlook. 
with a breakdown on every team that's on the schedule. But what is Auburn going to look like? You know, I mean, we, we're not sure what to expect from Auburn this year, really, with Hugh Freeze. What's Mississippi State going to look like? Again, another team, we're not sure how they're going to look. These are the road games. At Missouri, you see what I'm saying? And then Texas A&M and Arlington, you're not the home team in that game. So, to me, you get the Texas A&M game with a split crowd. That hasn't really mattered too much over the years, but it's the last damn time they're going to play in, in, in AT&T Stadium against Texas A&M, thank goodness. But you see what I'm saying? You get Texas A&M split crowd. You know, it's not home, but it's a split crowd. You're not the home team, so it doesn't count away from your home game. You got at Missouri. You got at Mississippi State, at Auburn. That's not too bad. Three true road games that whole season, aside from the Oklahoma State game, uh, which is non-conference. But three true SEC road games that season against teams that you would think that you can compete against. You're not like going at Alabama, you know, uh, at Alabama. Like when you think like maybe Arkansas has got a chance to beat Alabama, they're usually, you know, Arkansas is going to be the home team. So not at Alabama, not playing Alabama for the first time since 1991. That's wild. Not playing Alabama for the first time since 1991. You get LSU at home. You get Tennessee at home. You get Ole Miss at home. You get Texas at home. All teams that should be pretty competitive in, uh, in 2024. But you're the home team, and that matters a lot in SEC football. All right. Yeah, Music City Bowl, by the way. Iowa 21, Kentucky 0, Purdue 48, Tennessee 45. Didn't have it in 2020. Louisville 38, Mississippi State 28. So the SEC is on a three-game losing streak in Nashville. So Brad Crawford, just looking at his 2023 schedule prediction. Brad Crawford is a national uh, college football writer for 24-7 Sports. Does a great job for us. Drives a lot of traffic. Does a lot of Arkansas-related traffic. It's not just us. By the way, welcome Ryan Casper to the Hog Sports team. Ryan Casper is going to help us cover basically all aspects of Razorback Sports. So um, excited to welcome him. You can follow him, by the way, at Ryan Casper 24-7. Still working through, uh, you know, the nuances of the site and stuff, but he's going to start. His first day will be. July 1st at Hogsport. So welcome aboard, Ryan Casper. So 2023 schedule prediction, or excuse me, 2023, he has them 8 and 4, 4 and 4 in the SEC. He's got them beating Western Carolina. That game's in Little Rock, Kent State. Um, let us say 2024, 2023. Western Carolina, Kent State, BYU. Starting out 3 and 0 out of the gate. Hey, you do that, maybe you're, maybe you're ranked you know, when you head to LSU, which he has them as a loss, has them beating Texas A&M, has them losing at Ole Miss, which Arkansas clobbered Ole Miss last year, has them losing at Alabama, beating Mississippi State, losing at Florida, Arkansas has never won at Florida, beating Auburn, beating FIU, beating Missouri. That's a strong finish. You finish like that, you finish with four out of your last five, uh, you're probably, you know, if it goes like this with eight wins and you finish like that, you're going to be ranked in the top 25 heading into bowl season. That's going to boost your bowl standing. You're going to get a good bowl game. Maybe you go eight and four, maybe you're, you know, kind of outback bowl level. I don't know if they'd send them back to outback, but kind of that level bowl game. Solid bowl game, New Year's Day. And, uh, yeah, you win that one, you get nine wins. You finish maybe around 20th, maybe inside the top 20 depending on how things went. And uh, 
I mean, I think that would probably be a pretty solid season. I think, you know, a lot of people have their hopes a little bit higher. But if you can win eight regular season games, not too bad. Uh, definitely really sad news with Deion Stutz. He was scheduled to visit, take his official visit this weekend. Um, I think we talked about that last I – can't, I can't even remember exactly when this happened. It's been a blur the last week or so. Uh, this was This was about a week ago. So this was – June 13th, I think, when this came out, the the evening of June 13th, and um, just awful news, um, losing his life. It's just too young. I mean, had his whole life ahead of him, and I, I just can't stop thinking about his family. But he was scheduled to visit this weekend, so my thoughts and prayers are out with uh, Dion Stutz's family. It's horrible news. Um, and with that, I'm going to switch it over to Danny West. It's no good way to transition off of that. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to shopify magic your ai powered all-star shopify powers 10 percent of all e-commerce in the u.s and shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, rothy's and brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries plus shopify's award-winning 24 7 help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow grow with shopify sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast passion drive and patience what brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. For those of you who don't follow Danny, you can follow him at Danny West 24-7. He's the Hog Sports recruiting analyst. Been with us for a long time and does a great job, like a fantastic job, out-of-this-world job. Danny, how you doing? Whoops. What's up? I lost you, man. Hold on. <laughs> how you doing, man? Doing great. How are you? I'm doing good. So, Danny, you want to just jump into this recruiting weekend? Obviously, Arkansas had a big weekend last weekend. Let's talk about last weekend a little bit, first of all. What what really stood out to you? Maybe we'll start with um, – let's start with Braylon Russell. Braylon's been an interesting case because 
you know, committed to Arkansas, was Arkansas's first commitment in the class, and decommitted, and, you know, it's kind of been back and forth, and then suddenly he pops up on the visit weekend for last weekend, and uh, he's got a, a visit scheduled to Tennessee, and I think a lot of people kind of think maybe those two teams for him. What are your thoughts right now? Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, going into last weekend, man, I, I felt like Tennessee may have had an edge, and maybe they still do. They do get the final visit here, close out um, June, but Man, I can't call it, Trey. It's going back and forth so much. I think Arkansas, there's still enough optimism mm-hmm. on their end that I'm I'm not ready to call it yet. So, you know, uh, July 14th is when he plans to make his next decision. But, man, I could see this one not being over until it's really, really over. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? In yeah. December. So, even, uh, and take nothing away from his next commitment. I know uh, – full well he plans on sticking with this next team he made the first one very early i mean that was very very early very early yeah and uh, you know you see that a lot so uh when people say well you hardly ever see a a guy decommit from the home state and then come full circle well we don't have a whole lot of examples of that because arkansas hasn't missed on very many and Mm -hmm. um you know this one is different because he did commit so early i don't know there's a lot that goes into that so uh, the data points are hard to come by on this one. So I'm not ready to say, you know, it's impossible for him to come full circle. I think Arkansas still feels pretty good about where they stand, and we'll see what uh, what Tennessee has for him this weekend. I know they're probably going to throw everything they can at him. But yep. um, I wish I could just tell you a straight-up answer in a, a new crystal ball or something. But, man, it's just been a tough one. It yep. has been back and forth well i don't know if arkansas fans knowing your reputation danny would feel good if you feel uncertain about a recruit usually you've got your finger on the pulse 6'2 230 pounds uh class of 2024 the 24-7 sports composite ranking which combines everything has him the number 288 overall prospect in the country number 24 running back number five overall uh in arkansas he is also Taken an official visit to South Carolina. That was June 2nd. Arkansas was June Dark 16th. Horse. Yeah. Dark horse at Carolina. Dow Loggins. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and then Tennessee coming up on June 23rd. And I guess that's all he's got planned. And he announces July 14th, 2023. That is Braylon Russell out of Benton, Arkansas. Uh, one of the top prospects in the state of Arkansas. Four star. Yeah. Hey, I like July 14th better than July 4th, which. Uh, Chris Johnson Jr. Uh, will mm-hmm. be this year's fireworks guy. He's going to do it at about 7 to 7.30 p.m. Oh, July 4th. I know that's yeah. your favorite, Danny. That's always you my favorite. Get to take I, some time off like from July 4th and go write an article. And <laughs> Let me tell you something. Chris Johnson might have been the, the coolest dude that was on campus this weekend. Every time you yeah. see him, he's mad. He's, he's dressed to the max. That's a, you know, uh, son of a former NFL player, cornerback. You kind of mm-hmm. expect that, but he's, he's a cool guy. Yeah, Chris Johnson, uh, he's out of is it Alito, is that how you say it? Alito, Alito. Texas. Yeah. Alito, Texas. Alito, Texas, 6'180 pounds, um, top 500 prospect. Another cornerback, Danny. I mean, it feels like Arkansas is loading up at cornerback in this in this class. It does. Uh, you look at Norrell White, you know, we list him as an athlete, probably going to play corner. Um, I will say Tevis Metcalf, who told me yesterday, or his father told me, that he is now transferred clay chalkville high school uh, okay. from parker high school so he's he's bounced around a little bit but i think you prefer him at clay chalkville based on some of these other cats they've got you know 
Um, D'Angelo Barber, linebacker, who's coming in this weekend for his official. Obviously, uh, Big Shaq McCroy, who was in last weekend. Uh, borderline five-star, really, top 50-something in the country, offensive lineman mm-hmm. that we've talked so much about. Uh, so now he's going to be teammates with both of those guys. I think that helps you. But um, Tevis, uh, going back to the cornerback conversation, he's probably going to play nickel. So a couple of these guys can move around, you know, and play different spots. So mm-hmm. on paper, it's probably going to end up looking like a lot of corners when actually uh, you could just list them as defensive backs. I don't think anything's set for set in stone for uh, very much of any of them so far. Danny, on Chris Johnson, Jr., um, He's got Arizona State, June 9th he visited. He visited Arkansas last weekend, June 16th. He's got a visit coming up to Oregon. He's also listed Louisville and, and Utah as warm, uh, but doesn't have visits planned on then. Obviously, he's making his announcement on, on uh, July 4th. What do you think things stand right there with him? Uh, yeah, I'm liking Arkansas so far. Now, you got to get through this weekend. Oregon, man, they, they roll out the red carpet better than anybody. You know, mm-hmm. they can show it off and – uh, but to me, uh, having his teammate already committed here, he talked about how, how hard Jaden Allen's been uh, recruiting him to Fayetteville. Both of those guys were up here at the same time for their official. And, um, you know, proximity, Arkansas offering when they did earlier this year and, and really making him a priority for the last several months now. I think that that matters to him. Uh, uh, Darren Wilson's done a really good job in the state of Texas, and I think if I had to pick right now, I'm, I'm probably going to lean Arkansas for Chris. Yep. So, again, Chris Johnson deciding on July 4th. But you don't want him to be the next Arkansas commitment, Danny. You don't no. want that guy to be the next I Arkansas mean, you, commitment. because you missed you, a few. Well, you got Jaquan McCrory. Jaquan McCrory yeah. committing on, on June 30th. McCrory is the number 60-ranked prospect in the country on 24-7 sports. Composite has him higher. He's number three. Uh, offensive tackle and the number six overall recruit in Alabama. He is, uh, he's got Arkansas. He visited June 9th, Kentucky. He visited last weekend, Oregon visited this weekend, and he also visited Ole Miss earlier on June 2nd. Where do you think things stand with Jaquan McCrory? Yeah, again, going into the Oregon visit, I mean, that's always a little bit sketchy, but so far, so good. If I had to pick, I would pick uh, Arkansas as of today would be my prediction now. Mm-hmm. Um, not ready to lock it in with a crystal ball, but feeling pretty good about where they're at with uh, not just McCroy, but suddenly, I mean, we, we skipped right over Kobe Branham there. Oh, yeah. And then six days, uh, June 26th. I was I, getting to it. Man, I was at camp. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. But, uh, yeah, I was sitting at camp the other day and looked up, and I said, man, who is this guy? And, you know, is he a sophomore or somebody that – that I just don't recognize on the current team is Kobe Branham, 6'5", 320 out of Fort Smith Southside. Really, really impressive looking. So if you could get him, Shaq McCroy, and I think they're in a pretty good spot with Fletcher Westfall, who's also visiting Arkansas this weekend. So if you could get those three, I think they really helped themselves with uh, Zuri Madison this past weekend, another interior lineman, about 6'4", 315 out of Lexington, Kentucky, the uh, – hometown Wildcats there, I think, have dragged their feet a little bit on the outside looking in. So it sounds like uh, Miami, West Virginia, and Arkansas. He'll be at Miami this weekend, but that's another one that if I had to pick right now, I sound like a broken record here. I Mm -hmm. kind of like Arkansas for that one, too. So there's four guys on the offensive line that could really, really take this uh, thing to the next level. 
Danny West joining us again. You can follow Danny at Danny West 24-7. Danny, Kobe Brennan, you thought he might be a sophomore at 6'5", 320. Uh, but he's, so he's taken some visits also. He visited Oklahoma State, Ole Miss, SMU, and Arkansas. And again, as you mentioned, he's deciding on June 26. So it could be like a lot of action going on. When Zuri Madison, when is he, is he, is he getting got anything uh, planned on when he making uh, a commitment? I don't think, don't think he gave us a date. I, I will say, I want to say he said um, by the end of the month as well, or mm-hmm. here in the next few weeks. So, I'd have to go back and look, man. I've got so so many names and so yeah. many dates going right now that uh, once Monday rolls around, I kind of flush it all and turn, turn my you. attention to I know. the new one. And we're and we're going to get to that, yeah. Danny. But uh, Zuri yeah. Madison, six five three oh five event again visited Arkansas on June. Uh, 16th. He's going to Miami this weekend. He also already visited West Virginia. And again, like you said, maybe maybe closing in on on making a decision there. So uh, we talked about Zuri Madison, Fletcher Westfall. Let's talk about him a little bit because he's coming up on, well, uh, just to recap, Zuri Madison, Kobe Brenham, uh, Shaq McCrory, uh, and then Fletcher Westfall would kind of be like if you're just saying like this would be the ideal group you would take as of right now, just how things are going. I mean, wouldn't wouldn't you say? I mean, Pittman says he likes to take four offensive linemen. So if you get those four, I think you you'd come away pretty pretty happy. Especially Westfall's, you know, uh, along with McCrory, he's like Westfall is a four star, two forty five nationally, number twenty one offensive lineman, number five in Virginia, which we talked about this too, Danny, Arkansas. Uh, has not had a whole lot of luck in the state of Virginia. And, I, I, in fact, I think the last guy was uh, Quinte Funderburk under Bobby Petrino, who enrolled early for the spring, and then we never heard from him again. Yeah. yeah very little luck, but very, very few examples, too. So, uh, just sure. not a state that Arkansas hits a lot. But, yeah, right now, buddy, I'd say Clemson or Arkansas for Fletcher. I think this weekend will be a big one, obviously. And that's, you know, you can't overlook that. If they're giving you the last visit mm-hmm. going into uh, summer, I mean, they, they start a dead period on Monday. So for them to give you the last visit, I think is huge. Now, a lot of teams, they kind of want to roll the dice and say, well, if we can get them in here early, we can get out front on some of these teams. And I think we can lock it up. So there's a little bit of a risk involved when you do that. But, man, to me, I like that last visit. So, yeah, uh, yeah Fletcher – McCroy, these are the type of dudes that when you think back to uh, 2019, December, and we're all talking about, man, what would it look like if Sam Pittman does get this thing? Well, he's probably going to go out of state and start attracting some big-time offensive linemen just by name alone, mm-hmm. no matter who his O-line coach is. That's what you expect from him. And so far, I mean, you've added some four-star in-state guys. You picked up some quality guys out of state. You, you think about Patrick Kuda, some of these guys that um, – uh, right there at four-star status. But I'm talking about Shaq McCroy types. You know, they yeah. can go anywhere in the country. Fletcher, when you're in a battle with Clemson, yeah, that's that's what you're talking about. And this is really the first group that has a chance, a realistic chance to, to finally be that one that we all kind of expected a few years ago. So mm-hmm. that's, a, that's a really good spot to be in. I think Cody Kennedy's pretty fired up about his position yeah. with all four of those. Well, they they can't overlook Madison there, man. They were really high on him. I hated to skip over him, but they really, really like this dude. Yeah. Well, I mean, they kind of hit on a big offensive line class with, uh, you know, with uh, Patrick Kudis. Yeah. Andrew Chambly and uh, and Amarian Harris. 
I also had Eli Henderson in that class, but the other, the th- first three I mentioned were all four-star recruits. But you're also talking like you know Memphis, and then two guys from inside the state of Arkansas, yeah. and these guys. I mean, we're different. talking Virginia, and you know, just kind of in Alabama, and you know, just kind of aside from Kobe Brennan, uh, you know, just kind of all over the place there. Uh, but Fletcher Westfall also visited in consecutive weeks, starting with June second, Clemson, and then he went to Georgia. And then he went to Florida, and then he's got Arkansas coming up this weekend. So, yeah, that would be a uh, time dude. There, he's he's been here a few times unofficially, so um, that tells you a lot. When they're coming that far, paying mm-hmm. their own dime, that that means it's real. So, mm-hmm. Danny, we need we, a really big weekend out of this one. Yeah, Danny, we got sixteen scheduled to come in. It would have been seventeen. We talked about uh, the unfortunate incident with Dion Stutz and. Uh, just a tragic deal right. was supposed to come sure. in this weekend, uh, but you do still you have sixteen guys coming in. Um, what what stands out to you about this group? Well, I hate to uh, correct you there, but it's my mistake. I didn't. I never went back and put Courtney Crutchfield on the list. So we're actually talking seventeen. Oh, okay. Eighteen. Well, that's just the yeah, just the he's number sixty three ranked so yeah sixty third ranked play play prospect in the country. So yeah, easy to yeah, overlook that. Nobody cares. <laughs> but uh, got him on the list now, so I, I did. I put him at the top of the list, right? Where okay. He's a big-time dude. Just went out to L.A. For, for something and just showed out again. So mm-hmm. it wouldn't shock me if he keeps if he keeps rising. So that's a good thing. Uh, but, yeah, I'm sitting here looking at the list this morning. Just put out a kind of an updated look at it. 17 officials. That includes nine four-star guys. Mm-hmm. Now, some of those are committed. Seven of them already committed to Arkansas, which is a really good thing, you know. But um, I think this this number is probably the biggest one I've covered for one weekend. I was just yeah. going back through. I had to go all the way back to Petrino 2012 to find even a weekend with 13 visitors. Keon mm-hmm. and all those guys came in one weekend. But we've seen several, you know, 10, 11, 12 weekends, but 17, dadgum. Yeah. Uh, that's a lot. Dadgum. <laughs> the, so the Arkansas commits that you have coming in, you got Tevis Metcalf, who we talked about a little bit, Jaden Ball, who's the running back out of Decatur, Georgia, who's committed, K.J. Jackson, four-star quarterback commit in the class. We talked about Norville White a little bit uh, out of Ocean Springs, Mississippi. Yeah, Kavion Henderson out of Leeds, Alabama, four-star um, Four star, and, and Norville White's also a four-star prospect, number 332 national. Um, Kavion Henderson, who I believe Kavion – was it the earliest still guy, the guy that's still committed, I guess, in the class? Yeah. Um, number 206 nationally, and then Charleston Collins out of Little Rock Mills, uh, number 124 national. So you got Arkansas, you got commitments from Arkansas, Alabama, Mississippi, Georgia. Well, you got three from Alabama. So spread yeah. out a lot of different places. There's definitely, Danny, more of a southeast feel to the way things are going now in recruiting. Right. I think a lot of that's Darren, Darren Wilson, uh, Marcus Woodson, and, and then Travis Williams as well. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Hey, it's
It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I agree with you. I told somebody at camp the other day, they asked me kind of what's our vibe, trying to keep up with all this. And I said, well, to me, it feels like, and I've said this on on a couple of places now, but it feels like they're recruiting like an SEC team. Mm -hmm. And that's not a shot at how they've been doing it for the last 10, 15 years. What I mean is, where do SEC players come from? SEC states, right? Mm -hmm. We've seen Alabama, Mississippi, states that were always pretty lightly recruited by Arkansas, and then this staff shows up, especially the defensive staff, I think, is where it really changed. Well, you mentioned some of them there, but Travis Williams, Marcus Woodson, Coach uh, Wilson, and then, of course, Deke Adams has done a really good job. I mean, you look up, you got two four-star defensive linemen. That's that's a mouthful, you know, especially this time of year. We're not used to saying that. So Mm -hmm. I I think they're hitting those states and, and doing it intentionally. They've kind of said, Hey, we can go in there too. Our, we throw our hat at anybody and just see how it goes. Lo and behold, you start getting visits from these guys, and it, and you know, it, sometimes it only takes one or two for it to really take off. That's kind of what we've seen in Mississippi, and uh, I'm all for it, man. I think they're recruiting like a big boy program, and and uh, it's been fun. It's been exhausting, mm-hmm. but it's been fun, especially the defensive recruiting. Well, it's better. It's more fun to reco- to cover recruiting when. Uh... It's exhausting and things are going well versus uh, <laughs> a bunch of bad news. Right. So, Danny, one last thing. First of all, for anybody out there who's interested, if you like what you're, what you're hearing right now, if you want to keep up with it in more real time, like as it's going on, then sign up for our 50% off deal at Hog Sports. 50% off at HAWGsports.com. I think that's $53.70 for the entire year at Hog Sports, and you can keep up with all the recruiting news and – I mean, we're just – guys, we are a month away from things getting going in football. SEC Media Days uh, is less than a month away. The summer has just absolutely flown by. The season will be here before you know it. So sign up at HAWGsports.com, get all the latest recruiting news, and then start getting prepped uh, for the college football season. I w- so, Danny, the first week uh, when, when you could have official visits in June, you had C.J. Brown come in, uh, wide receiver who committed to Arkansas out of Bentonville. The next week, we talked about Jaquan McCroy, uh, McCroy, who is the number 60-ranked prospect in the entire country. You know, Arkansas looks, you know, maybe in good shape. Um, maybe Arkansas, maybe Oregon. Uh, June 30th for him to make a decision. Selman Bridges was the top-ranked prospect who came in last weekend. 24-7 Sports has him the number 48 overall prospect in the country, number six cornerback, number 11 in Texas, 6'3". 170 pounds. He's visited TCU, visited Arkansas, of course, and visits Texas this weekend. Maybe a visit sometime to USC. He's another. That's another school that he he's high on. Um, Alabama's also offered. Just a, obviously the kind of offer list you would expect. Is there any hope for Arkansas here? I mean, big time prospect. A little bit, but um, you know, just I try to keep it honest, man. I think Texas is probably going to be the spot for him. But that's the thing we got to keep in mind. You know, it sucks when you when you're the runner up or you're third yeah. place or whatever. But nowadays, man, there's almost that's a win because you don't know what that kid's gonna 
do a year from now, something happens at his, you know, the school of his choice. Yeah. And he tries to get out of there and he, he thinks, man, I had a good time at Arkansas about a year ago. And let me go check it out. So when I think of guys like that, missing on them uh, to me is not as big a deal as it used to be because, I mean, just the way of the world, man, there's a chance that a guy like Selman Bridges or Tylen Singleton may end up at LSU. Bradley Shaw, I think, is going to be really tough to pull out of Alabama and Auburn, you know, down in the state of Alabama, Hoover, uh, big-time four-star linebacker there, one of the most impressive guys. Mm-hmm. You mentioned Selman, got to be the tallest cornerback I've ever seen come through here. We've got him at 6'3", I bet he's 6'4", 175. Wow. Just, these are freaks, man. So if you come up short on them, just hang in there. You know, don't unfollow them on Twitter if you're a coach. <laughs> yeah. You may get another shot at them. I mean, you're recruiting so, uh, them twice. You're absolutely right. I mean, if you finish second right. on a guy, you never, never know. You never, never know. Yep. Got another one coming in this weekend, Ashton. Bethel, yeah, I was about Roman. to bring it. The top-rated guy coming in this weekend, Ashton Bethel Roman out of Missouri City, yeah. Texas, Ridge Point, 6'1", 165 pounds, number 93-ranked prospect in the country, 18 wide receiver, 16 in Texas, who visited Texas Tech last weekend and is coming to Arkansas this weekend. That's And that's kind of what his top two seem to be right now. That's it. That's it so far. And I think that may end up changing could be a guy that waits till later in the year to take a few more visits mm-hmm. and, uh, so you know i'm i'm not just head over heels in love with arkansas's chances yet but then again man you get a guy in here and uh, you just never know i think they're planning on switching it up a little bit this weekend i don't have all the details on what that looks like but they know uh you kind of got to do something unique this is a really big group it's mm-hmm. the final weekend going into summer and Man, you want to leave a strong impression. You got all these committed guys going to bat for you this weekend. It could really turn some heads. So, yeah. I mean, when we talk about some of these guys, Braylon Burnside being a four-star athlete from Starkville, Mississippi, we we talked last week about how hard it is to go into an SEC town and pull a guy. But hey, you never know. Xavier Atkins committed to LSU and has been forever. This will be about his third or fourth trip up here. And you just want to keep hanging around and get that final visit and hope it goes well. And, uh, and man, there's some studs coming in here. We didn't even talk about Braylon Conley, D'Angelo mm-hmm. Barber, Ashton Hampton. Oh, yeah. Wyatt Simmons, one of the best players in the state. He'll be in here this weekend. Alex Foster, uh, Kobe Branham, obviously, a day before his commitment. I uh, still like Arkansas there. So, um, yeah, what else? Well, I'm not even going to go into the camp. I wanted to keep you around a little bit longer, Danny, today just because we are running the 50% off deal. Give people, you know, a good taste of the information that you provide that, um, you know, a lot of times people think they can get stuff anywhere until they sign up at Hog Sports and they're like, oh, well, I didn't know it was like this. So I just wanted to give people an extra taste. And if everybody wants to read your camp updates and what's going on with all that stuff, uh, then they can go to hogsports.com, H-A-W-G sports.com. Sign up for 50% off right now. That's everything, yeah, Danny. I will add. Go for I it. I will add, buddy, that, you know, a lot of cases, they're right. You know, especially after these big visit weekends, everybody's got a visit recap. And mm-hmm. uh, typically you can find that for free. But we've kind of done something new and, and cool, I think, that people appreciate. We've added a VIP section at the bottom of those stories where I just, you know, no matter what's said in the story, I let the kid tell it himself. Mm-hmm. Then at the bottom, I give my VIP take. For our subscribers and just give it to you straight like yeah. this is what i think this is what i'm hearing so um we try to always add a little 
you know, extra mile type thing to it. Yep. So that's been good for us and, and hopefully people appreciate that. So, well, that's something that I've kind of adopted, Danny, and I think a lot of sites around our network have kind of taken that because we do two, you know, types of articles. We do free articles and VIP. Our VIP stuff is more opinion based, more educated thoughts, um, editorials, uh, predicting, you know, things that are about to happen based on what we know, you know, well-researched stuff uh, that we do for our VIP crowd versus, you know, stuff that we do for free is, you know, again, stuff that you can, you know, read a lot of other places and we just let people come read it and view an ad and, you know, (laughs) go from there. But the the real good stuff, the the VIP stuff is where it's at. All right, Danny. Thank you, uh, ma'am. We'll have some more VIP updates tomorrow going to one final camp for me, Trey. One last uh, camp. O line, D line, and and seven on seven tomorrow. So be on the lookout for that. We'll have plenty of updates there. Okay. All right. Thank you, Danny. You got it, man. All right, everybody. That's Danny West staying with us for an extended period of time today. Again, sign up at hawgsports.com, part of the 24-7 Sports Network. And we're going to take a few questions today. Went a little longer than I wanted to. Let's see. Bill Richards predicting 10-2, and two, says he loves the show, ready for some football. N.P. Rich says, good morning from SoCal, Woo-Pig Suey, 74 days until kickoff, got it counted down. Kevin Gill says, Trey, thanks for helping our fan base get through a long, non-eventful summer. Well, if you're following recruiting, it, it's been absolutely eventful. It used to be, you know, recruiting used to be pretty quiet during the summer months. You know, you'd have camps and stuff like that, maybe some guys come in and visit here and there, but generally very quiet. Now it's just, it's, June has exploded. I mean, it is it is really. I mean, just you, know, you heard Danny. It's active. Danny took a Danny took a vacation before June started, just to get ready for everything that was coming up. Kirby Smith says, "Yes, ten and two offense will be elite, and defense will be much improved from worst in the nation." Matthew McKenzie says, "Heck no, I wouldn't be happy with the bowl, with that bowl. How many wins would that be? Like seven? Yes, that would be about. If you were talking about getting to the Music City Bowl again, it's a quality bowl." nicely done you go to nashville there are a lot worse places you can go than nashville tennessee but recent history suggests that sec teams that make it to that bowl game are like seven win teams and i think everybody has higher expectations for arkansas heading into year four with sam Pittman. mp rich says you're sounding good sound matches the video great that was another thing i was hoping to do again guys this mac with this m2 chip has not hummed the fan has never come on on this thing and usually i get a little bit of and it's kind of been eerily quiet (laughs) but usually i get a little bit of a hum uh, throughout the show but uh been pretty pleased with the way things have gone yesterday was a lot of struggle updating firmware making sure different dongles and connections and capture cards and all this kind of stuff works properly Matthew McKenzie said we missed out on 10-2 and two last year by a combined total of nine points. Well, they should have beaten Liberty. They hadn't had lost KJ. Maybe they win one. I don't know if I would say they're going to go just go to Mississippi State and win that game the way it played out. But um, you never know if you have your quarterback. But could have been a lot different season. 10-2 and two by a combined nine points. Obviously, the Texas A&M game shouldn't have happened that way. Just takes a little bit here and there. If you bounce is the right way, Houston Nutt used to say, that ball don't bounce straight up and down. Norman Hunt says, I'm thinking eight and four, but six and two in conference. We finally beat Bama, and most people should be happy with that. Eight and four, but six and two in conference. So they're going to lose to BYU and FIU, Western Carolina. 
Got to work on the math there. Kirby Smith says that is why I think ten and two this year. Assuming the defense improves, worse than the nation, I believe it will be. It wasn't worse than the nation. It was just worse than the SEC. It was the worst pass defense in the nation. One thirty-one out of one thirty-one. Marcus Washington says, in your opinion, what has made Central Arkansas, Little Rock, Pine Bluff, fertile recruiting gowns over the past few years, and how important is it to get the best athletes from that area? I don't know if it's as good as it used to be. It used to be you could, like pull a guy out of Pine Bluff every other year, Little Rock Central every other year. And, you know, I don't know if it's been quite – now, Bryant, I think, has, you know, had a lot of good growth. Um, but I think overall, I think talent is maybe not – I don't know. I say talent maybe not quite what it used to be, but it also might be that Arkansas's expectations are a lot higher in recruiting. Um, you know, used to be, like with Houston Nutt, you'd see, like, 12 guys, half the class would generally be from the state of Arkansas. And now it's more like, you know, four, you know, you have a really good year. Maybe you're talking about eight guys from inside the state of Arkansas. You know, you look at Oklahoma, uh, Oklahoma signed like three guys in last year's class from the state of Oklahoma. And Oklahoma produces a pretty good amount of talent per capita. It's just to get the level of talent that they feel they need, they have to go more national recruiting. And, you know, maybe that's where Arkansas is as a program now just reaching out farther, hitting bigger-name prospects, and, you know, maybe that's what it is. And plus, uh, you know, now it's even different because instead of taking, like, trying to take a 25-man class – and I'll say this, too. You know, going back to Houston, I say, like, 12 guys from inside the state of Arkansas. There were years where they take, like, 30-something guys, sign a bunch of guys, and sign in place guys in junior colleges, and you're not you – don't, you don't do that anymore. You know, they, they changed it to where you could only sign – 27 or 28 and then they a couple years after that they moved it so you could just sign 25 and now you can sign as many as you want but the transfer portal is also available so I think for Arkansas this year was kind of weird just because you know you had the 2020 class there's only two players left from that class just wasn't a great class from you know Sam Pittman having to quickly assemble that class right after being hired, and then you know and you have the early signing period also. So you got like two weeks, and then 2021 they weren't able to go on the road and re- recruit and evaluate. So you have a lot of guys gone from that. I think there's like eight guys or something left from that class. So you really needed the transfer portal when it showed up and all that stuff to put the roster the way it is because those classes really hurt you, and so. This year, yeah, they brought in, what, is it 18 transfers and 21 recruits, including junior college player. I think the number moving forward is going to be more like 20 high school recruits, 10 transfers. Hopefully. Hopefully. Because at the same time, I mean, you look at it and you're just like, man, it's it's kind of nice to have nine senior defensive linemen. <laughs> so we'll see how it shakes out. But I kind of, in my mind, I, I kind of see 2010 being the future. And – you know, that's obviously going to impact not just Arkansas, but but everywhere in terms of the number of high school recruits they bring in. Jerry Sanders says, what running back on Arkansas would you say Augustov is similar to either his body type or run style? He's like 6'1", 195 right now. I don't know if there's a back on the roster that I would say he's similar to. I'm trying to think of somebody recently who I could compare him to. I might have to think about that for a while because I'm just going to pause and run through everybody in my mind. Brandon Holmes, maybe. Maybe a similar body type. 
Mike Cameron says we know nothing of our wide receivers. If they can get open, we will become one. Of, we will become. If they can't get open, we'll become one dimensional. I'm worried about the wide receivers. I'm not dramatically worried about them. I, I liked what I saw in spring. Obviously, you play in a game, it's a whole different animal. Tyrone Broden was taller than I thought. Not taller. I mean, he, he was. He actually measured out to 6'7". But faster than I thought he was going to be. I thought Isaac Tesla really kind of emerged maybe as the guy that's going to be maybe a go-to guy. Andrew Armstrong was was also good. Maybe not quite as consistent as Armstrong. Uh, and then I saw I thought Isaiah Satania looked really good in the spring. So I'm not dramatically concerned. Um and KJ's had different core wide receivers every single year. He's been the starter. Isaac Riley says, I just want Arkansas to be competitive, put up a fight against these stronger teams, and win against the teams they should beat. Jerry Sanders says, what do you think about the scoreboard bar they are adding this upcoming season and how many more people it will add to the stadium? I'm interested to see how that works out. Like, is that like a pregame thing, or is it for the whole game? You just you watch from there? I haven't seen like I mean I've seen like the framing of it, but I haven't seen like the the plans for how it's going to look. But um, yeah, anything like that's unique. Let's put some hot tubs in there. Let's have a party. Let's put a pool. <laughs> Do stuff different. You got to Im- improve the uh, the environment. I mean, like we talk about high definition TVs, 4K televisions now, and how much you know it's nice just to sit down and sit back and have some people over and watch a game. I mean, we're not that far off. I don't know if you guys have seen that Apple Vision stuff, but, like, you know, VR headsets, like, they're going to start, like, doing, like, sideline passes to NBA games and stuff. But it's, like, 4K displays, all these colors, you know. I mean, it seems weird to say it, like, right now, but eventually it won't be too much farther before, you know, these these big VR headsets and stuff are glasses, or you just put on glasses. I mean, that's what? I mean, how long has the iPhone been around? And look how far it's come. And VR and how how far it's come in just a short amount of time. The next step is like putting on glasses and it's like kind of feeling like you're there. I mean, how do you compete with that? Hot tubs, pools, bars. What else could you put in? What else could you put in the stadium to make it a big party? And I, I like watching games at home. I like both, you know. I like I like sitting at home watching a game, screaming at my television and stuff. Um, for me, at a football stadium, you know, I'm sitting in the press box, so it's you know it's more a little more buttoned up and quiet and just kind of watching, no cheering in the press box. And I like both experiences, but like if I could compare it to, I love going to concerts, like you can't watch a concert on television and get the same experience that you get live and in person, you know? All right. How long are we going here? Almost 50 minutes. How much improvement do you think we'll – let's see, Jerry saying, what do you think uh, – all right. Garrett Patrick saying, how much improvement do you think we'll see from the secondary this year? I think there will be dramatic improvement from the secondary if they don't have a, a rash of injuries. I just – I like Marcus Woodson a lot. I think he's going to do big things for Arkansas. You look at what he did at Florida State, improving them to like sixth nationally last year in pass defense from one of the worst in the country. Debbie Morgan says, uh, Debbie Morgan is, I believe, spamming. (laughs) Yep, she is. She. We'll see. (laughs) Norman Hunt says, uh, also, when I said eight and four, 
They lose two non-conference games. FIU, neither one of those teams are pushovers. All right, everybody. We got more comments, but my daughter's going to Eric Musselman basketball camp, and I got to get her over here in a minute. So I'm going to wrap up the show. I want to thank everybody for joining me and appreciate Danny West for staying an extended amount of time. One more time, if you haven't signed up for 50% off, it's like uh, $53.70. I think like just over $4 a month, $1.03 a week, broken down. It's a hell of a deal. If you haven't signed up at Hog Sports, if you've ever wondered about Hog Sports, then come try us out. 50% off at hawgsports.com. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining me again. Thanks to Danny West. Thanks to all of our subscribers. Thanks to all of our non-subscribers. Anybody who watches the show, we really appreciate all of you, but especially to our subscribers, the lifeblood of what we do at Hog Sports. Wouldn't be able to do this, the show, any of what we do uh, without you guys, so certainly appreciate you all. All right, everybody. This has been Trey Biddy with hogsports.com, and we'll catch you next time. CBS Monday. NCIS. Here's where we can see them. NCIS and NCIS Hawaii return with all new cases. Double tap to the chest, one to the head. These guys are professionals. All new criminals. Violent island, you got here. Walking to paradise. And all new crimes to be solved. If you're watching, these have been arrested. What are the charges? Just one. Murder. New NCIS and NCIS Hawaii. Monday, starting at 9, 8 central on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus.